This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. And I am super excited to have the fantastic Kevin Dunn. We're going to be talking all about NFL combined training. Hello, Kevin. Welcome to Talk Fitness today. Thanks, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing really well. Just looking forward to sharing some knowledge. Excited about uh, being on the air. Yeah, excited to have you. Okay, so you are with Test Football Academy. It's a premier facility in the New York, New Jersey, tri-state areas. You've trained the likes of Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco, top five pick Patrick Peterson, Super Bowl champ Duran Harmon, and over 220 others. That is really, really cool. How did you get into this work? So, um, you know, it started started about 13 years ago. Um, we started working with uh, with an agent, actually, that... Uh, you know, had a similar similar personal interest in uh, in our in our kids actually, our our actual children. Um, so I have a, a son with autism. He uh, he had uh, also a son with autism, and we just hit it off. And he knew that uh, we were involved in um, you know training athletes and getting guys uh, and all athletes at all levels and all sports prepared for you know for their main events, uh, whether it be off season, in season, preseason, and we had a love and a passion for football, and um, we're interested in getting involved in the combine business. Um, and you know, one thing led to another. We he signed his first class. He had four players in our very first year, 13 years ago. We had four athletes involved in the program, and three of them ended up signing contracts on NFL teams. Um, so pretty pretty remarkable results. Uh, the guys that were involved. Uh, two of them were, are still involved with us to this day. One of them is actually our director of football operations, Gary Goodmanson. So, a lot of lot of great history there, and uh, we've learned we've learned a ton over the last you know over a decade of you know, working with some of the some of the best athletes in the country, and it's been a it's been a privilege uh, working with them. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I have a daughter on the autism spectrum. We'll have to talk uh, after the show or at some point about that <laughs> yeah, as there well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to talk about. All right. So I want to jump into this because you've got workouts that you're doing. You've got nutrition. You're looking at body composition. Let's start with workouts. Give us some examples of what the people are doing when they come to you at uh, Test Football Academy. Yeah, sure. So the uh, the biggest impact that we have when we work with people is, you know, it's important to know what they're you know, where they're at from a, from a functional standpoint. Um, I'd love to have, you know, the opportunity to work with someone and, and know where their baseline measurements are. So we put, we put people through what's called a functional movement screen, uh, seven different tests that basically screen for any asymmetries or dysfunctions in movement patterns. Um, and we try to clean those up uh, right away. That's one of the first things that we do on, uh, you know, upon their evaluation. So taking someone from that, um, to now giving them the corrective prescription of exercises that will, you know, help rebuild the foundation that, you know, some of these athletes really have not focused on as much throughout their career. Uh, building strength and, you know, power and explosiveness are all obviously big markers, but, you know, without, if you're trying to build those on a foundation of sand, it's, uh, it's just a recipe for a catastrophe at some level. Um, you know, non-contact injuries are a big, still a big issue in all sports, not just football, but uh, you, know, you see it all the time with ACL tears and uh, more more uh, prevalent in 
female athletes, but, uh, you know, those are, those are some things that we can identify right away. And once we have, you know, that clear foundation of, you know, rebuilding and restructuring, um, you know, their, their movements, and we know that they, they can squat with a, you know, just with a wooden dowel over their head, um, in a, in a proper way, uh, then we can start to add resistance to those movements and feel comfortable knowing that the movements that we are strengthening are the ones that are, you know, that are correct versus, you know, trying to compensate with other, other muscle groups or other movements that, you know, may push them through the movement, but they're not recruiting their body in a way that could be as efficient as possible. So it sounds like you work with people where they're at in terms of if somebody doesn't have the baseline that they need to be able to add weight to that squat, you're going to work to get them there. Whereas if somebody already cannot add a lot of weight or can do more explosive movements, you're going to work with them in that capacity. Yeah, we just we try to find the weakest link in the chain and identify mm-hmm. what that is, whether that be flexibility, mobility, uh, strength, power. Uh, you know, power output is not just the force you produce, but the speed at which you produce that force. So we've got to, you know, make sure that we identify what that weak link is and, you know, either strengthen the, you know, the weaker athlete or, you know, add explosiveness to the, you know, maybe the stronger athlete that doesn't have the same explosive power output. So, you know, those are all, those are all components to kind of setting the foundation on how we proceed in program design and, you know, um, progressions in terms of you know what movements they can do um what things we need to work on what correctives we need to work on and then make sure that we're progressing those movements down the road as, as things get more and more challenging now what workouts do you use to actually produce that ex- the explosive movements uh so power is defined as moving any resistance as fast as you can so you okay. know a lot of times when we think when we think power exercises, we go right to uh, powerlifting, right? Because powerlifting is uh, is an event, uh, an actual sport, right? So, you know, cleans, uh, jerks, snatches, those types of movements, uh, you know, can all be found in a power under the power umbrella. Uh, but at the same time, we can take a you know a six or eight pound medicine ball and focus on rotational power and, you know, get a, get a similar result. Um, for people that, you know, play golf or play tennis, you know, there's, there's not a, there's not, there's no more than, you know, the, the weight of the racket or the weight of the club head, um, you know, that they're swinging through, but they're incredibly explosive athletes because, you know, they are producing force, but, you know, more importantly, they're producing speed and, you know, force times velocity is, the definition of power output so any really you got to kind of pick and choose what your what your sport is and what each position at that sport is and then you know appropriately design a program that is going to help that particular athlete uh, excel at their position and their sport that makes sense now what about something like yoga in terms of strengthening and stretching as a adjunct to the more powerful moves yeah, so that's actually a critical component. Uh, and when we have, you know, guys that are coming in, focusing on those types of things, even in the beginning of all of our workouts, we do a series called Movement Preparation, where a lot of those movements are yoga-based. But we just mm-hmm. call it Movement Prep because it sounds cooler to an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound so, cool. I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but things like the World's Greatest Stretch, uh, 
you know, that is basically a, you know, it's a yoga movement. Um, uh, but we do have, on Wednesdays, we have a regen day. So, and Wednesdays and Sundays. So, it's all about regeneration where we're doing yoga movements, we're doing flexibility, we're doing foam rolling, um, you know, focused on trying to lengthen the muscle um, before we strengthen it, right? So, we want to try to loosen up the knots, take the knots out to create more length in the muscle, and that will help with any areas where we're applying too much force on a tendon where some tendonitis starts to creep in. So uh, the yoga is definitely a preventative tool for us to help uh, focus on that flexibility, focus on regeneration. We've got hot and cold tubs here where we do contrast baths that vasoconstricts and vasodilates at the capillary level to you know, bring in all of the oxygen, fresh oxygen, nutrients, and everything that the muscle needs to repair itself and flushes out all of the swelling and edema that was there from the damage of the workout. So, um, you know, every aspect and every component of um, trying to get the body to heal as quickly as possible is critical because we've got, you know, guys that are in here working out and training six days a week, uh, sometimes 22 hours. Uh, a week and burning 22,000 calories if you're an offensive wow. lineman from Alabama. So, it's, you know, their, uh, their workload is very, very high. You know, my IT bands get super tight. And uh, do you use the foam rollers for things like that as well? Yeah. <clears throat> um, they make, uh, you know, Vibra foam rollers too. I and mean, we have power plates here that we, uh, we actually recommend that our athletes roll out on the power plate, so the power oh, plate will actually vibrate that. at you know, any any frequency you set it at. Um, vibration does a really good job at you know trying to untie the knot, uh, so to speak, in either a muscle or a or a tendon, a sheath, um, like your IT band. But if you you know there's there's certain ways to roll through a an IT band bump, right? I'm sure everybody has um, and has those lumps and bumps along there. You basically just need to find that uh, find that knot, roll on it, and be on top of it, and just hold it there. Take a deep breath, exhale, and literally try to let the knot sink into the roller instead of rolling back and forth on it and letting the knot slip back and forth. Um, yes. You know, with the foam roller, because you're just going to irritate an already irritated, you know, muscle or area of the, of the muscle. Um the other That's thing what I've heard. Do, it can hurt like hell too, but oh my God, it's worth it's it. Really, it can be very painful, <laughs> <It's so> painful. <laughs> um, once you find that spot. And that's why it's hard to stay on it. Uh, the other thing, uh, you know, you're, if you go, you know, one joint above and understand that the IT band originates with the TFL and the glute max. So there may be some tightness in your TFL or glute max and trying to roll those areas out as well. It might take some pressure off of the IT band to give some relief uh, along your, you know, along that same side. So, you know, that would be another, you know, another uh, bullet in the in the arsenal to try to relieve your pain from, from that. But the IT band is great for preventing, um, you know, any injuries or help support the knee because it does cross the knee joint uh, laterally on the, uh, on the lateral side. So, you know, Glute max, TFL, IT band crosses the knee, helps to support the knee and stabilize the knee and help hold it in place. Um, also, uh, you know, a big thing for uh, ACL tears as well. It's nice to have that. Nice to have that support along the knee. 
Now, Kevin, before we move to nutrition, is there anything you wanted to add about workouts? Um, you know, the conditioning side is, uh, is pretty incredible. Um, you know, we've got a system, we actually use a system called MyZone, <clears throat> where uh, every player or athlete that comes in, we hook them up to this heart rate monitor, and we've got a 60-inch flat screen out on our, out on our turf area, and literally every athlete can see what their heart rate is at any given moment in the workout. Uh, the nice thing about that is when we do our conditioning sessions, <clears throat> each athlete will start when their heart rate starts dropping below 85%, which is typically where their anaerobic threshold is. As soon as they drop under 85%, we have them start up again or they do their next sprint. Uh, that keeps them in an anaerobic zone, but it also allows them enough recovery time in between sets to make sure that you know we're maximizing uh, you know, looking at the heart as a muscle, and when it's fatigued, it's going to take a lot longer for the that muscle to recover and get back down underneath of that anaerobic threshold. Um, so what that helps us do is prevent overtraining. Uh, it helps us identify, uh, you know, guys that maybe either be, be sleep-deprived or, you know, have, uh, have issues with, um, let's say, either some kind of medication or stress or things that are affecting or impacting their resting heart rate, um, you know, and if, as a coach, if I've got, you know, 20 or 30 guys in the field, knowing during the warm-up somebody's heart rate is already over 80%, something's going on with that athlete, and I know that I need to back off of the volume rather than just having a pig-headed approach from a coaching standpoint to, to push a guy through something that he's not ready to be pushed through and risking an injury of someone who may be, you know, an NFL athlete earning a half a million dollars a year in salary. So mm. those are, you know, that, that's the kind of approach that we take with it because I mean, they've only got six to eight weeks before they test where they're, you know, they go and they do their body composition. And, you know, they're going through these seven drills and they've, they've got to run a 40-yard dash, run a 5-10-5, five, five, uh, do a three-cone drill, uh, you know, any, any one of those. Bench 225 uh, as many times as they can. So they literally are poked and prodded and it's like a, it's like, uh, you know, people buying horses at a horse race. I mean, it's, it's literally very <laughs> similar to that. They're wow. looking for any reason, you know, not to pay a guy or not to hire a guy because they are spending a lot of money on, uh, on these players. I bet. You know, I just wanted to mention uh, what's good by V.com. If you're looking for expert health and fitness tips you can trust, plus inspirational stories of mental and physical transformation, what's good is your new favorite spot online on the road to becoming your best self. Swing by what's good by V.com for some helpful pointers. All right, Kevin, let's jump into nutrition. All right. What are these gentlemen eating? So one of the uh, one of the most important things that we do from a service side is to be able to provide uh, a turnkey system for nutrition. Um, there's really two two organizations that I lean on pretty heavily to provide that. Um, calorie counts are critical. Uh, making sure that you know the right protein, carbohydrates, and fats that they're getting are replenishing all of the you know all the calories necessary to make sure that they can re- again recover as quickly as possible. So um, Icon Meals has been has been tremendous. They've done. Uh, you know, they basically deliver their meals directly to us, and we just kind of hand those out as you guys can order, you know, on a menu of 20 meals. You know, they're getting lunch and dinner six days a week from, you know, from us. So, um, 
we can, you know, sit with them and talk to them about calories, talk to them about breakdown, and literally educate them on a weekly basis on what they should be eating, how many calories they should be having. They all know exactly how many calories they're burning because of their heart rate monitors. So it also calculates calorie burn, average effort, all of that good stuff. And they have an app that says, you know, these are the calories that you burn today. So we want to make sure that we're replenishing those for the guys that are trying to gain weight, lose weight, uh, lean out. Like those are all those are all real specific goals when we kind of go through their eval. So uh, so that's been great. The <clears throat> the uh, the products that we've used for a nutrition supplementation standpoint have been exclusively through Inner Armor. Um, they've been great partners for us. Um, they're all banned substance free. They're all third party tested. And to me, there's no greater important factor than you know making sure that the supplements that these guys are taking are not going to cause a red flag at the NFL Combine and cause them to enter into a drug program. So of there's that course. much on the line. You need to have something that you believe in that, you know, that, uh, you know, isn't going to risk their employment opportunity in the NFL. So all of their products are not only third-party tested. I've also asked them to go through uh, another agency through the NFL that the NFLPA supports. It's called Aegis Shield. And literally you can go into any vitamin shop or any, any store out there and use their barcode scanner and scan the product and there'll be a nice big green check mark on every inner armor product that uh, that is out there so meaning that it's pre-approved by the nflpa so it's oh that's awesome yeah it's an excellent resource for players and agents knowing that uh you know certain brands have gone taken that extra step to make sure that they they've got what it takes and they've got some powerful products in there but it's not gonna it's not gonna risk their uh their career so um, but then we just look at, you know, again, what the needs are. If someone's trying to put weight on, um, you know, we just calculate how many calories are in each one of the products. The Lean Mass Peak has been pretty tremendous. That's our post-workout shake. They've got a two-to-one carb-to-protein ratio, so we want to replenish all the carbohydrates that they just, you know, they just burn through the workout. Um, the protein sources that have been amazing, uh, really across the board for not only our NFL players, but, um, also, you know, female athletes, um, soccer players, lacrosse players, field hockey players, they've loved it. It's their new Isolate Zero. Um, it's like a protein water with zero carbs and uh, 20 grams of protein with 20 ounces of water. Oh, wow. Yeah, it literally tastes like Crystal Light. <laughs> and they've got some great <laughs> flavors, and they mix it up. And, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of athletes that are out there that, you know, they're trying to drink a gallon of, of water a day. Um, and literally this is water and protein. So if you're trying to hit your macronutrient goals and, you know, have enough protein that, does, that doesn't have that, uh, that heavy shake uh, consistency that can fill you up, all of our female athletes are, are loving this stuff. And, you know, they can sip it throughout the day and get the same, you know, get the same protein that they need in an, you know, in an isolate form, which is one of the, one of the best whey proteins that are out Kevin, what was the name of this again? I want to get this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Isolate Zero. And uh, okay. Inner Armor uh, developed it literally recently, just this year. <clears throat> it's one of their newest products out. And it's an isolate whey. It's a protein water. And, 
you know, people have um, hydration goals throughout the day, or our athletes do. I know they're drinking uh, a gallon to a gallon and a half of water a day, depending on their, you know, their weight and size and what their goals are hydration-wise. So they can literally kill two birds with one stone, hitting their hydration goals with 20 ounces of water for every 20 grams of protein. So that's been a tremendous resource for us because not only are male athletes that are trying to hit their macronutrient goal with protein, but also our female athletes, soccer players, field hockey players, lacrosse players, they can also, you know, gain or hit their protein goal without uh, going over on their carbohydrate goal. So, you know, I know a lot of people fear carbohydrates because everybody's trying to lean out, but, you know, the reality is carbohydrates are protein sparing and protein is the building block of muscle. And we want to make sure that you're, you are getting enough carbohydrates in post-workout. But throughout the rest of the day, are you, on your nutrition side, are you getting enough protein in? And that seems to be the challenge, especially with female athletes, because they fill up on those shakes and, you know, they just feel the bloat. This Isolate Zero stuff is, is probably one of the greatest breakthroughs, I feel like, uh, on the nutrition side, because they can hit their protein goals without feeling that bloat. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I'm so glad you mentioned women athletes, because when I asked the question, I asked about the gentleman because I was think- I had the football on the brain. Yeah. So I'm really glad, you know, I'd love for you to come back and just talk about women's athletes, uh, women athletes, women's needs, women's protein, all that nutritional, because the time goes by so fast. Before I let you go, I just want to ask you a couple of personal questions. What is your favorite exercise? Wow. Um, my favorite exercise, probably the bench. I'm really good at it. I have short arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an orangutan. I'm totally opposite. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's we're, uh, we're 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 I'm more on the five five six side, five seven. So I'm on the shorter side, but I've got short arms. But I can really I can bench. That I'm pretty proud cool. of. And, oh, that's awesome! Now, what's the most important thing you do every day for optimum health? Well, <clears throat> I think. You know, nutritionally, I think it's a big, it's probably the most important thing you can do. I mean, as as undervalued as it, I think it, it is as uh, a younger athlete because you feel like you can eat anything and, you know, you're invincible. Um, you know, I think the older you get, the more you feel, you just feel the energy drain. Uh, you don't have, you don't have the same juice you had <laughs> when you were in your 20s, you know, now that I'm in my 40s now, and I've been in this industry for 20 years. So it's, I could see how my own body has changed and how much more I respect um, the nutrition side of, of what we do. Uh, you cannot out-train a bad diet. So you have to make sure that you're eating you know, the right things in order to see results from a body composition improvement. And I think that's probably the biggest goal that's out there. Again, I think... Uh, you know, from a, a female athlete or, you know, women's standpoint, resistance training is not going to make you or turn you into a, you know, a bodybuilder overnight. And that is something that I think is a big misconception. Um, you know, the, the type of training that you do uh, from a resistance training standpoint will actually help increase your metabolic, your basal metabolic rate. So you're burning more calories at rest. Um, carbohydrates are good for you after a workout so you can replenish that so your body doesn't break down the muscle that you just worked so hard to build. Um, you know, repair and recovery is just as important, if not more important, than the actual 
and the damage that you do. So those are all uh, those are all big key components that I think you know from a nutrition standpoint. The the, the longer that I'm in this industry, the the, the more results I see when uh, when the nutrition side is uh, is really taken seriously and that many times more more seriously than the actual workout. Oh, I agree. Now, last question: What's in your gym bag? What's in my gym bag right now? Uh, yeah, underwear, socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I have in here? You're talking like a travel bag for when I travel, yeah, or when I go take to the gym. Me, or... No, just if you're going to the gym. Like some people have a jump rope or water oh, or oh, maybe some stuff. free yeah, weights or yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, probably <laughs> so a dirty diaper in there somewhere for my kids. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you've had the best answer so far, Kevin. That's awesome. <laughs> oh so, we have uh, to wrap up. So when you come back next time, we will dive into that. I want to talk about women athletes. I think that would be great. Kevin, in the meantime, tell us all the ways we can learn more about you and all your great work. Sure. Um, yeah, we're, we're in New Jersey. We, uh, we have a 24,000 square foot facility. Uh, that's really state of the art. We've got everything, everything you need under the sun. We've got physical therapy, sports psychology, chiropractic, um, Pilates, uh, spin studio. So we're, we're really doing, uh, everything we can to be a one-stop shop for people. You can find out more information of, about us at, uh, www.testsportsclubs.com. You can also find out more about our football academy at, uh, testfootballacademy.com and, uh, our phone number is 732-271-1000. Fantastic. Kevin, I can't wait to have you back on Talk Fitness today. I want to thank everyone for listening. This is your source for all things fitness. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Talk Healthy, the number two day. Have a great day and stay well. This episode of Talk Fitness was co-produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to vitaminshop.com for all your wellness needs.